So tonight, um, just to try and explain this, this mystery of the Trinity, I have a quote for you. So the Trinity is absolute unity, insofar as the three divine persons are pure rationality. The reciprocal transparency among the divine persons is total and, a bond, and the bond between them complete, since they constitute a unity of absolute unity. So there you go, it's um, pretty straightforward really, uh, the Trinity. Uh, there's a story that I, oh it's actually a movie, um, and it's called The Reluctant Saint. I don't know if you've seen this movie, it's actually quite old, it's actually in black and white. And it tells us, it's the story of this uh, saint, and he's, he's a reluctant saint, who so doesn't even really want to be a saint, um, in the sense that he doesn't think he's good enough. Um, but the story goes that, um, the brothers, uh, he says, a Franciscan um, priest, this, this, um, this, oh, he's a brother, or he's a priest, I'm not sure, um, but his name's Joseph um, Cupertino. And so anyway, the brothers, they sort of are embarrassed about him because he's not the smartest guy. And so they kind of put him out to work with uh, the animals out the back. And one day the bishop comes to, you know, to visit uh, the monastery. And so... They, you know, they're obviously, they don't want, they don't want the bishop to, to meet Joseph, and so they kind of make sure he's out the back when he comes, and they want to impress the bishop. So they get their most intellectual brother, this is brother Orlando, and he comes and he kind of speaks about the Trinity. And so he's very intelligent, and so he explains probably something similar to what I just read out, uh, just this kind of really complicated way of understanding the Trinity. And so anyway, the bishop's there and he's listening and you see the bishop and he starts to kind of nod off every now and again as, uh, as Brother Orlando starts to speak. And so the bishop, he kind of goes out for a bit of fresh air because he's uh, finding it a bit, you know, a bit too heavy for him inside. And so he goes outside and anyway, he, he hears somebody singing outside. And so he's kind of drawn to that and he goes and he actually finds uh, Joseph. And he's with the animals and he's just cleaning things up there. And then the bishop explains about Brother Orlando and how he'd been trying to explain to him about the Trinity. And he says, you know, it's, you know after listening to that, it's more a mystery now than ever. <laughs> and so then Joseph, kind of in a simple kind of way, he gets his, takes his cloak off and he folds it in three. And he says, you know, there's one blanket, one cloak, and there's three folds. It's as simple as that. And... The bishop has found that uh, as that simple way of explaining the Trinity more profound than what uh, Brother Orlando was trying to explain. But this, this feast is not so much about trying to explain the mystery, trying to solve the mystery of the Trinity. It's more about opening our hearts to receive uh, this mystery and allow us to really receive who God is. And when we hear in the, the, the first reading tonight, uh, just the story of Moses and, and, and the Israelites in the desert. And I was thinking about how often in times where, you know, different situations occur, kind of maybe some challenging moments in our life, we kind of discover the true character uh, of those involved. So maybe ourselves, something, you know, kind of uh, big happens in our life, uh, maybe a big struggle, and, and we kind of see the true, our true nature, how we respond to different things. And also maybe, you know, people in our lives when there's challenges and you kind of see who they really are um, when challenges come. 
And so in this story, we see, you know, we see Moses and he's been up on the mountain. So he's actually been up for quite a while. And the, the, the people of Israel are getting a bit sort of tired and they can't wait for Moses to come down. And so they ask Aaron, who's been leading them, if he can build them a calf, a golden calf. And they build a golden calf and they start to worship the calf. And then when Moses comes down from the mountain and he sees kind of the reality of his people, he's pretty angry <laughs> and he actually smashes, uh, he smashes the tablets and he's, you know, he's furious at, at you know, what the people have done. That you know, he's been up on the mountain and God's spoken to him and he comes down and he sees the reality of the people. And so he goes to God and he asks you know, God to forgive, forgive them for what they're doing. And God just says straight up to them that they're a headstrong people, that they're, you know, they're so kind of stuck in their ways. And, and then so Moses goes back up the mountain and he brings another couple of tablets and then God reveals himself to Moses. And the way he reveals himself, we see the true nature of God. That he says to them, to him, that he's a God of you know, kindness. He's a gracious God. That he's a God who is faithful and his love is everlasting. And that it will last a thousand generations. And so we see the true character of God. So it's not so much the people these headstrong people that we, you know, we kind of see how they really are. But in this situation, we see who God really is. That he's a God who is a God of kindness. That this is the almighty God who comes in, a, you know, in that burning bush in that amazing way. And he comes to Moses and he just says, you know, I'm the God of graciousness. I'm the God of kindness. I'm the one who is faithful to you. And so this God who is such a mystery, so beyond us, he comes to us in just such a simple way. He comes to us in such a human way that he comes to us in a way that is, that is love, that is one who walks with us. And so we see in the reality of our lives, the challenges that we face, the true character of God, that we so often kind of mess things up. <laughs> We so often kind of walk away, things get too hard for us, and we kind of see the reality of ourselves. But then that's also an opportunity to see the reality of God, and this God who wants to be with us, to come to us, to be close to us. So it's not so complicated after all, <laughs> that God will reveal himself to us in a way that is love. Now that's not something new to you. That God is love. But we kind of often try and complicate things and God's just trying to keep it simple. That he's wanting us to encounter him as a God of love. And he also wants us to be that God of love to others, to be his presence to others. And so he gives us, even though it's not so far beyond us to love each other, that he even gives us his Holy Spirit to transform us from the inside and allow us to really love as God loves. 
So he gives us his very self. And he loves us and he loves the world through, through us from the inside. So this God who is so far beyond us in an amazing way comes to be within us. And he's not so far away from us that we can encounter him as we slow down amongst the busyness of our life and just come into that place of peace, come to that stillness deep in our hearts and we can encounter the living God who's not so far away, who's not so complicated, who is a God of love who dwells within us. And he pours out his love upon us in so many ways, gives us his very self, his Holy Spirit. He's going to come to us tonight in the Eucharist to come and live within us so that we can be his presence in the world. So as we come to encounter this Trinity, this God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we also encounter who we are. We encounter who we're meant to be. That we're meant to love each other <laughs> and to love each other with the very love of God who dwells within us.